Please pray with me. Embodied God, on the door of trauma, you remind us it is glory to be in our bodies. We thank you that when you ask us to remember you, you ask us to eat, to drink, that we would remember you in our bodies. Help us to be patient and gentle with those times we feel we have to leave our bodies to survive. And then would you guide us back into an embodied existence that we might find healing and remaining whole. God, we journey through the story of George Floyd's murder as you journey towards the suffering of the cross. Keep us from separating these memories that as we remember the injustice of your death, we would remember the injustice of his. That you are a God of solidarity. And let us be those capable of uttering the same holy words of witness Donald Williams. I stayed in my body. May it be so. Amen. Prayer by Cole Arthur Riley for Black Liturgies. Jesus is on a journey, a journey that we are also invited to join, a journey that takes us through the passages of life. Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, the Easter Vigil, all telling a story. Tonight, we hear of the details Jesus was aware of in the gospel. We have read from this gospel that Jesus knew his hour had come to depart. Jesus knew that he was returning to the Father, knew that he would soon send his spirit, knew that the devil had already put it in the heart of Judas, son of Simon, to betray him, And I don't know about you, but I know that for me, one thing is to make assumptions and another is to know for a fact. And knowing all of these things, none of them stopped Jesus from doing what he did next. Goes on and during supper, Jesus knew that he had come from God and was going to God and began to wash the disciples' feet. Jesus' love and knowledge flow into action. Jesus teaches and through action expresses his love. Jesus' gift is gifting us himself in love. Presents a theme of self-gift that moves us to a concrete way of following his example. A pattern. But why washing the feet of his disciples? The foot washing does not happen in Matthew, Mark, or Luke. It's unique to John. And we don't know for a fact why the author of John's Gospel decided to do this. Theologian Karl Barth believes that this was done to emphasize that the service of Christ is his true power and majesty. The action of God, which absolutely precedes all human action, and therefore human service, is that he has placed himself unreservedly in the service of humanity. 
and that is beautiful. The grace and servanthood of God in Christ. On the cross, Jesus is to show us how far God's love goes for every single one of us. And as we enter the passion, this mystery, and what is at the heart of the Christian faith experience, we will also experience deep feelings, feelings of pain, of identifying with different participants of the passion. And although society does not encourage entering into our feelings, or perhaps you, like me, are somewhat tired of digging into these deep feelings during this past year, I still want to challenge all of us to sit and process. Let us reflect on Jesus' earthly life, his betrayal, trial, execution, and death, a path that he knowingly took, a path that revealed the transformative power of Jesus' teaching and love. We ourselves are on a journey one in which we eventually also depart. Let us take these next few days to reflect on what Jesus has taught us through the passion, the truth that Jesus came to share of himself to tell in actions, what he told the disciples that day. Jesus' way of saying, I love you. Jesus loving them to the end. Jesus loving us to the end. God showing us and saying, I love you in transformative ways. This love that doesn't exist because of our roles or titles in this life, not because we're great daughters or wonderful siblings or great partners or even wonderful priests, but because we belong to God. God loved us before our birth and will continue to love us after our death. We live knowing that death is not the end. We live knowing that death cannot be avoided even when we try. Now, it doesn't make it any easier, but we know that real joy and peace can never be reached while avoiding or skipping suffering and death. So as we gather this week, in whatever way we do, whether we do it virtually or in person, in our Tenebrae service, this Monday, Monday, Thursday service, the watch, the Stations of the Cross, the Easter Vigil, Easter Sunday, let's walk intentionally with Jesus, finding ourselves in this story, join into this mystery. And as we remember Jesus being stripped of his garments when nailed to the cross, tonight, we strip our beautiful altar as a reminder of Jesus' humiliation, as a reminder that we must feel the pain before we are to experience joy. And for those of you at home, I ask that you join into this silence to be curious about what it means to strip the altar here tonight and if you have a home altar, to do the same. To silently put the items on it away. 
remembering that Jesus did not die to shame us or guilt us into believing or into a relationship, that Jesus does not call, it, call us to live in fear, but that it is Jesus' self-gift and love that sets us free. We are drawn into this mystery because all of us are followers and betrayers, disciple and denier. We are in the story of the passion. We are Judas. We are Peter. We are the body of Christ in the world. And we walk together in hopes that this journey that changed the world will also change us. Amen.